This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. I cannot wait to introduce you to today's podcast guest. But first, I need to let you know that we are officially in pre-order season for my new book, The Enneagram Letters. This is a book that I am so excited to finally get into your hands. It's poems and personal essays exploring the part in each of us that carries the pressure of each of the nine Enneagram types. Pre-orders are one of the most important parts of launching a new book. It tells bookstores to order it and helps me to get my on exciting book lists that will get the book into more hands. It also comes with some really cool perks for you. We've designed a workbook with deep and thorough journaling prompts to help you process what you're reading, which is yours for free when you pre-order. And anyone who pre-orders receives my self-typing workshop 100% for free. So if you are considering purchasing the Enneagram letters, please consider pre-ordering through a local bookstore or online wherever books are sold. It really does help me out significantly. All right, friends, let's meet today's guests. Today we are speaking with Gina and Josh Miares. Gina and Josh started making TikTok videos to fight boredom during the pandemic. They share personal stories, insecurities, and humor to inspire others to find hope and meaning in their own lives. When Gina and Josh aren't making videos, they are probably drinking really good coffee and hanging out at the beach with their golden doodle, Coco. Gina and Josh, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks so much. We're so excited. Yeah, we're really I happy am, to be on. I am so thrilled. So I followed you on TikTok and was just like absolutely obsessed with you both. You're so adorable <laughs> and just like so sweet. And I – so then when I co- I like commented, I think for my first time commenting, I because I'd follow you for a while um, quietly, and then I commented <laughs> – and was it Gina? Were you the one who yeah. was like, okay, sweet. Yeah, I was so excited. I, I was like, a celebrity commented. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun because you guys have like a larger following on TikTok than I do. I don't understand that app. I'm trying, but I'm, I don't get it. <laughs> We're still trying to figure it out too, honestly. We don't really know how we got here. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about how you got here. Like, Let's start with how... Like yours, well, actually, okay, Rosebud and Thorn first, because the audience is going to want to know. And then we'll hop into your story. How, what is your Rosebud and Thorn today? Yeah. So I would say our Rose is, well, we live on the East Coast in Massachusetts and it's been really good weather. And so we've been exploring around a lot, going to new beaches and restaurants and eating on the waterfront. And especially this past weekend, it was upwards of around 100 degrees. And so just jumping in the ocean and going swimming and spending time outside was really wonderful. Oh, I saw those pictures too. They're gorgeous. Yeah. So fun. Um, our bud is probably just TikTok. Um, we started off just making videos for fun and now we're realizing we can actually share ourselves on the app. 
So we're looking forward to incorporating more of who we are and sharing more of, you know, our insecurities and real life stuff, um, hopefully Mm -hmm. to encourage others. Yeah. And probably just the thorn, we're coming up on pretty busy season right now. Both Gina and I work at a college in student development. And so school year is about to launch and Mm -hmm. it's going to get really hectic. And so we're, you know, hoping that our time together, you know, as a couple and our uh, quality time just doesn't go down too, too much. Uh, Just kind of coming up on a busy season. Mm. Yeah, that sounds like it would be so drastic switching from summer to fall. Yeah. Is it like two completely different worlds? It is, especially for me. I think the nice thing is that students come in waves. So we'll have like student staff come back first and then new students will come back and then the whole student body. Mm -hmm. So it is drastic, but at least over the next few weeks, it will be kind of like waves of people. Mm -hmm. And then by the time they're all here, I'll feel like, ready to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. I, the programs that I work with do run a bit more through this summer with students and things. And so uh, it's a little bit of give and take through this summer and then the full school year kind of dives right back in and Gina gets busy and I get busier and it's just uh, <laughs> a lot. All around, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how did you two meet? How did you, well, how did you meet? And then how did you decide that you were going to be in love? Yes. <laughs> so we met, um, we actually applied for the same job. And um, so we were competing for a job and they liked us both so much that they changed the job and split it into two. Um, And they really based it on our personalities and how we complement each other. Um, And then about two months, we think two months like into the job, um, we decided to have feelings for each other. And our boss said, you cannot date. So for about six oh, months, wow. tried not to date. Josh really tried not to date. I, yeah. <laughs> I just, I Gina was like, him. no, we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. I liked him. So I just sort of kept trying. Uh, and then, yeah, six months, Josh just finally saw the light. <laughs> no, yeah, it's very true. We, I, uh, kind of tried to stay within the, the rules, if you will, for some time. And then that just didn't work out so well after six months. And so, and the funny thing, we just kept working together in that. And so as I was trying to keep it more low key, we were just still every single day, like running programs and things. And so that just doesn't really work. And so then six (laughs) months goes by and yeah, everything just kind of uh, blew up again. And it was all, (laughs) but it was so good to be free, like to feel like we were now finally can be honest with ourselves and others. Mm -hmm. And then we got married Mm -hmm. like a year later or year yeah we got together in the spring and then it was like the following fall that we got married or following august so not even a year and a half yeah so yeah so you guys were like you know what the we're more excited about this than the like because i think from tiktok i know you guys both left the job right yeah can yeah. i say that okay yeah. <laughs> we have uh, so you're like yes. <laughs> um i love that so you tell me how did you find the enneagram and then how did you find each of your types yeah, that um, that job actually, we had to take the Enneagram as a staff, or I think we took it before we when we were applying for the job, mm-hmm. and we both typed as sevens. Josh, because he is a seven, <laughs> I wanted to be portrayed as a seven. <laughs> <laughs> so for a while, we both thought we were sevens, but my friends were all like, "Gina, you're not really that fun." <laughs> <laughs> um. So then later on, I discovered 
that I'm a three for sure. Okay, sweet. Gina did a bit more digging into it. Like I took the test in that context and, you know, realized it was seven, but didn't really do a ton of reading into it. And then Gina and that kind of figuring out what it actually was and whatnot did a lot more reading into it and research and which is that's because I'm an achiever. So I yeah. wanted to like, <laughs> I wanted to understand the Enneagram as best as I could. Yeah. It all kind of makes sense. But. How can I win the Enneagram? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned that this job, first of all, this job really gave you guys a lot. It like introduced you to the Enneagram and introduced you to each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So you said in the beginning they hired you because of how you work together. I'm fascinated to hear from your perspective, like what does it look like to collaborate as a team? And let's start with Josh. Tell me how like – and. If you want me to any like tell you Enneagram things, because I don't expect you to be an Enneagram expert, um, I'm happy to. But just tell me about what it's like to be y'all. Yeah, and collaborating in TikTok, you mean, or just in general? Yeah, I think like in that role, but also, yeah, on TikTok, like has you guys work together and live together and share life together? Where do you find your strengths and where you go to each other for support? Yeah, I think one of the big things, at least from my perspective, is, I mean, we talked about how we got hired in that job to work well together and like balance each other out, which is really neat. Um, And so TikTok, at least, so I get like really (laughs) excited about doing things and about just kind of seeing an idea and going for it. And that applies to real life as well. Like just want to do something, get the idea and just put it right into action. And then I learn a lot from Gina in that she's slower and more thoughtful to things and thinks things through a little bit more and just helps me to kind of realize some of the decisions and where to go with them. Uh, And then in working on like videos together, it is kind of a cool double-sided thing because I'll have an idea and make a video and post it and be really excited about it. And that's great. And then when we kind of take it down and we're doing a video together, I get to kind of learn a lot about um, just like being a bit more critical and thoughtful of them. And mm-hmm. I mean, it was the same way when we first got a job together and we're working together, like we worked on, you know, projects and activities and things that together. And I would just get this idea and like explode in it and like overwhelm myself with it. And then and then I would a lot of times have to look to Gina and kind of her more like, calm, thoughtful state and getting things to work really, really well, as opposed to just like really fast and exciting. Um, so definitely a really cool yeah. kind of give and take balancing each other out yeah. type of relationship across the board. The way you described getting a thought and exploding into it, I think is probably the most accurate way I've heard it described because I'm a seven as well. Like that feeling of like, it has to happen. It has to happen now. And it doesn't really matter how it happens. It's just going to happen. Like, I don't really feel like I have a choice sometimes. Like we're doing this. The train (laughs) is rolling. Yeah. 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 And for me, it's like, well, what if it's not the best, which is so Mm -hmm. hard to admit because I don't, I think it's good. Like it, it challenge, Josh challenges me that we don't always have to be the best. Like if we're working on a project together or we're making a video, it's okay if it's just for fun. (laughs) um and so that has been so cool as well just to kind of keep me down like it doesn't have to always be you know 
I don't always have to be the most important or um, or the best in the room. I can just be fun. <laughs> so that's really good. Yeah. I mean, it sounds cool the way you guys are like balancing each other. Like one of you is pushing things forward and like helping to get ideas like out there. And the other one's like, well, let's make these really great. Like mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm. here's how we can improve upon that. That's mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. yeah. It's neat because it becomes a really cool learning experience for both of us. We can both pour into things and get excited about them, but also just learn from each other in the, in the process and all throughout it, like every single step. Mm-hmm. So with, with TikTok, was it kind of like surprise? Like, did you start posting with the intention of growing and did it grow gradually or was it kind of like an explosion? Yeah. It, um, I kind of both somehow. So I, I have always loved um, making videos. I made YouTube yeah. videos in middle school, but they're all private now. It's very embarrassing. <laughs> oh my um, God. They should be public because they're They're amazing. just like music videos. and <laughs> That's my dream. Yeah, so fun. And so when TikTok came out, I was like, I have to get on this app. I love making videos. And Josh was way more hesitant um, just because he never really made videos and wasn't really – like he kind of thought, I think, <laughs> it was all dance videos. Yeah. And and I'm just like, I'm a bit more hands off with, or have been in the past with social media. Like, my, I don't know if you've found my Instagram, but it's like one post every year. And like, it's just, I don't use it quite as frequently. And so I thought, Mm -hmm. oh, it's just another social media app and like, seems like a lot of dancing and just things that I I don't know. I didn't really think Mm -hmm. about a lot. But then we kind of got it more into it together. Yeah. Um, And one of the first videos that I guess like, got a lot of attention from people was just a bunch of clips together talking about um, my insecurities and um, just struggling through not sure if if I'm worthy of love um, because Mm -hmm. of my you know what I look like and who I am and and people's opinions and then the end of the video was like Josh and I finally getting together and we got a lot of comments on that video of people saying, wow, we really relate to this. This is something either I'm single and I'm not sure if anyone's ever going to love me because of the way that I look or I'm with somebody, but everyone has opinions on it. Um, So I think that was the moment where we were like, wow, there's actually a purpose to this. It's not just, Mm -hmm. I mean, some of our videos are just fun, but there's more to it than that. It's like, we really want to encourage others. Yeah. You know, what's really weird. And this is like, makes me think TikTok is watching us is that I, (laughs) I had therapy one Wednesday and I was talking to my therapist about just like certain like weird anxieties that I have. Like, um, if like one time I went to like a, a, like a fancy store with my husband and like the girl like body checked me, like looked me up and down. Mm. And like another time there was like a hostess at a restaurant and like, if my husband's not like super affectionate with me, I'm like, I can like in public, you know, like I'll feel like I'll, I'll feel something like I, I don't, I'm a seven. So I'm like, what is this feeling? Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I didn't understand it and I didn't really at all attach it to body image stuff. Like it just didn't even register to me. And through talking to my therapist, it was like, oh, this is definitely like, I was trained to believe I'm not worthy of love. Mm. And that everyone who's looking at me assumes that like my husband doesn't really love me. And that like all this stuff that's like so deeply ingrained in me from childhood, Mm. um, that 
is just all, you know, false. And I have like a lovely marriage and I am very confident in how loved I am. Well, we had that conversation. I talked to my husband about it and he was super supportive on my phone. And then that day, (laughs) your video talking about the exact same kind of stuff like popped up on my feed. Wow. And I was like, okay, I'm so happy because I didn't want to feel alone. Yeah. But also, um, how did it know? (laughs) (laughs) I know that is kind of creepy. I'm glad it happened. But yeah. That's a little creepy. Yeah. Like a good it's creepy, funny, I people guess. People in our comments too will say things like that. They're like, how did this happen? Or how did it know? Because yeah. they're like, it relates so much to something that we posted and it's just ongoing how yeah. like, surprising it is to everybody that it seems to be spot on every time. I think, is- I think it's partly because people don't always talk about it too. Mm-hmm. So there's mm-hmm. just so many of us who are feeling this way. And so I think part, partially is I would believe that our phones are listening to us. But also, <laughs> I think a lot of us just are experiencing this, but there's not a whole lot of people talking about it. Honestly, there's really not. Like, I literally Googled it that, to try to find, like, is anyone talking about this? Mm. And couldn't because, I mean, and I think a lot of times people, those of us who are comfortable talking about our bodies are confident to the degree where we don't we I sometimes forget that I have insecurities like I have to mm-hmm. intentionally find my insecurities mm-hmm. and how they're impacting me and does that make sense yeah it yeah does, definitely. definitely so how, can I ask a and you guys cannot answer this if you don't want to but you're you're being very vulnerable mm-hmm. on the internet there's a lot of eyes how does that feel like how does it feel to be like that watched yeah um it's definitely interesting like i and i from my perspective at least in like we said i was a little more hesitant about tiktok and like getting out there and just not as into social media and so at first like it is did feel really interesting and like a little bit different to have so many people like know about us or see us or hear about what we're experiencing and then I think at least what I've realized, and I think Gina would agree with this, is that when we take into account that we're actually impacting other people and impacting them in a positive way, like people comment and say they're experiencing the same thing or experiencing this vulnerability, it takes away a little bit of the, you know, kind of the what it, the, what it feels like to know that everybody's seeing that, if it makes sense. Like at first it's like, wow, so many people saw that and the instinct is to feel self-critical or to feel a little bit weary but then when you realize okay a lot of people saw this and were positively impacted it makes it more Mm -hmm. at least for me I think exciting and more um, yeah more comfortable to think about it that way yeah yeah I I feel like I've always sort of embraced my insecurities because I think that when you can embrace them it takes away the power of them Mm -hmm. Um, there are definitely though times even you know i I think I've embraced everything we put on TikTok. I, I feel like I've overall embraced those insecurities, but there are still times where I need to just take a step back. We get horrible comments all the time. Um, and most of the time it doesn't impact me, but every once in a while, there'll be one comment that'll just like, for whatever reason, maybe I'm having a bad day or, or I'm hormonal or whatever. And it just <laughs> really bothers me. And I'll, I'll just take a step away and then mm-hmm. rejoin <laughs> Or share that insecurity, maybe, you know, depending on the situation. 
um, I try to just kind of gauge where what I can handle and that kind of thing. That's so healthy. Like those boundaries of like some days I can engage with this and some days I can't. And I like respect myself enough to allow myself to have the space or to address it if that feels better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do you, so when it comes to uh, managing your content, do you guys have like separate roles that you typically do or do you kind of, is it more fluid? I think it's pretty fluid. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I, yeah, I think we share responsibility. Um, I, t- I could tend to bulldoze a little bit. So I think it's really healthy for us to just share. Um, sometimes our email account, I'll like manage a little bit more because otherwise it just gets complicated if he's replying to emails and I'm replying to emails. Mm-hmm. Um, that also, I mean, that kind of also gets into just like how we, how we each both like uh, respond to like situation. Like I feel like Gina handles our email a little bit better because she's will sit and is like more well thought out in a response to a collab or something, or like puts more time and effort into the critical thought of that. Whereas like if I open our email and someone's like, Hey, do you want to collab with us? My instinct's going to be like, yep, let's go. Like, I don't even (laughs) care what this is. Like, let's just do it. And then, but Gina handling that like keeps it down to earth a little bit. So it is pretty fluid as far as our roles, but I think that one particularly is like worth noting that Gina is a rock star with and I <laughs> um, am not equipped for. <laughs> but you do so many great like um, trending sound videos. Like all the videos that Josh does just when he's just himself, he makes the video, he comes up with the idea, he uploads. I don't see it until it's uploaded because I just trust that he's going to do something fun and great. Um and it's less strategy and more like whatever the trending sound is it's just fun Mm -hmm. and so we need those otherwise we'd be paralyzed like I would never get anything we'd never upload a single video because I would be like is it the best (laughs) I love that because that is kind of like TikTok culture too like it's just that was like the biggest shift away like trying to learn TikTok for me is like Instagram is so everything you put a lot of thought into Mm -hmm. and then TikTok is like, we'll just throw some stuff at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. And I feel like hard. Yeah. And people on TikTok love your just like raw, whatever, like it's humor or emotions or they don't want it perfectly curated. So, Um, okay. So three and seven both tend to be very forward thinking, very visionary. Do you find that you guys, do you tend to be future focused together or do you, does, does that resonate for y'all? Yeah. I mean, I think for the most part, we definitely do find ourselves talking a lot about the future and what's, you know, next steps for jobs or where we want to live or what we want to do. So yeah, I mean, I I would definitely say, yeah, in that way. And I think, we do talk sometimes about like where we want our TikTok to go and kind of like what we want to do with that. Um, not probably quite as much as we do just about other life things, but pretty forward thinking, I would say. Yeah. And we're both dreamers, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're always like, <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. We're both thinking through the future and dreaming like what could be next. Um, mm-hmm. So that's really fun for us to just kind of like always be together, dreaming, thinking through. And 
you know, when you have a business partner, which I, I wouldn't call it a business, but when you have a partner in any kind of work setting, you'll probably see them in the office. But for us, it's like, we live together, we're married. So we just get to like dream and have fun. And if we want to spontaneously make a TikTok video in the middle of the night, we can, you know? <laughs> and so it's just like super fun for us. Mm-hmm. I love I that. Think, Do you, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I, I think dreamy is a good word or like, yeah, big kind of dreamers and like what we want to achieve and where we want to go. And just like, yeah, thinking big thoughts a lot and forward thinking, that's just a really accurate word. Do you all find, um, do you have like practices that you do that help you to stay present or to like be in the moment with each other? Or do you feel like, you know what, we're both in the future, so we're like there together, we can, and that's perfectly fine and happy? I don't know if I would say like specific practices, but I can think of a lot of times when we're like getting really visionary, dreamy, forward thinking, what's in the future, and then we both kind of agree like, all right, we got to like pause this for a second and like put a pin in it and just be where we are. Like, you know, for instance, we'll go on a, a Zillow tangent, if you will, and just be looking at houses all <laughs> over the place and like different states and countries and cities. And we're just like, all right, we need to put a pin in this. We're not buying a house right now. Let's just sit here and enjoy our dinner or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's like pretty often. So it's not necessarily strategic, but we do kind of come to a this verbal agreement of like, all right, let's chill out. Let's just be here for a little while. Yeah, for sure. I love that because it is kind of just like, whoa, I'm I'm noticing it and we're just going to pull it back. I My husband loves to send me Zillow listings and I swear it, it – I get like – because I'm so action-oriented, right? Like I think I need to buy this house. Like if I can't buy this house, like this could be my future. I believe everything could be real. And so you send me a Zillow house in Idaho for like – $200,000 that like has 19 bedrooms. I'm like, you know what? We could move to Idaho. Right. And then when I realized that I can't, I get really frustrated. Yeah. There was a house Josh sent and I was like, oh, that looks nice. And he was like, there's an open house on Saturday. <laughs> no, we're not buying a house right now. So let's not go to the open house. <laughs> yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, Why yeah, not? we can make it happen. Like, Yeah. But, anything but is possible. <laughs> Um, okay, we're gonna before we get into rapid fire questions, I wanna ask you what is your favorite thing about the other one? We'll start with Gina. Mm. My favorite thing about Josh is he is so positive. I think I tend to be more worst case scenarios at times. And he's like always has the bright side or um if i'm like having a down day he'll make an experience for me to feel better so it's like we're not just gonna go get coffee we're gonna go to this like really nice coffee shop 20 minutes away and then we're gonna go get these um raw oysters because you know we need to experience this thing and um he's always cheering me up and always looking on the bright side and that really just keeps me positive, you know, which mm-hmm. is really helpful. Yeah, I think my favorite thing about Gina is just how well she loves people and cares for people. Um, she, one one of my favorite examples of this is that Gina's really good at giving gifts. And early on when we were dating or engaged or married, like we would go to stores and be trying to Christmas shop for like the whole family. 
And I like had to figure out like how to Christmas shop with Gina because she's <laughs> so thoughtful and loving and caring about like what she buys as presents for people. And it's just really, I mean, it's really awesome. And so I just really value in her how well she cares for people and how much love she shows through things like that, like gifts and just the things that she does and um, her like counsel to people and words to people and acts mm-hmm. for people. She's just really, really kind and loving and caring. Mm-hmm. Guys, I love that. <laughs> um, are you ready for rapid fire questions? Sure. Mm-hmm. Let's do okay. it. Yeah. Um, dun, dun, dun. The first book that comes to mind. Harry Potter. <laughs> um, <laughs> the first book that comes to mind is The Road Back to You, which I'm embarrassed because it's like an Enneagram podcast. But I was thinking about that earlier by Ian Song. I think it's great. Yeah. Um, a favorite song? Hmm. It's supposed to be rapid fire. You're fine. I've been listening to Sam Hunt a lot, and uh, Take Your Time is a great song by Sam Hunt. Oh, fun. I literally don't listen to music. <laughs> Honestly, I don't either, so I don't – yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't have a favorite song. I I really do like throwback songs, mm. but I can't think of a single song. You mm. know I think that's a valid answer. Okay. <laughs> um, something you wish people knew about you. I wish people knew that I really like to throw parties mm. because no one ever asks me <laughs> to be like <laughs> the person in charge of the bachelorette party or the shower or whatever. And I just wish more people would ask me to do that. Or maybe I should just start throwing parties for people without them asking. I love that. You just have lots of parties. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think something that I wish people knew about me was that I – really enjoy just sitting on the couch and watching TV and having snacks because I feel like <laughs> my most of what I like to do is outside and like doing active things and going places and experiencing. But like, I just love sometimes binge watching Netflix and having <laughs> snacks. So I think that I wish people saw a little more of that yeah. uh, homebody side of me sometimes. Mm. I love that. Your dream day. What are you doing? My dream day is I'm on a boat sunbathing with, with lots of sun, sunscreen because I'm very pale, maybe an <laughs> umbrella. And I'm with Josh and someone is bringing us food. <laughs> like through, like with like a drone or like a helicopter or know. like they work on the, on the boat. boat. They, they're on the boat. <laughs> Just like I love cooking, but I think my dream day would be someone else bringing us food. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Uh, my dream day would probably start with going to a new coffee shop some very coffee snob coffee shop snobby uh, and then probably doing something outdoors kind of adventurous and then uh, maybe having lunch out somewhere and then I think something more like relaxing in the afternoon like maybe go to you know a small beach town or something like that be by the water have some kind of nice dinner out together and then yeah just kind of the rest of the evening somewhere pretty to just chill out and uh, relax. Wow. You have your whole day planned. That's impressive. I love this because both of you are very decadent too. Like you're like, I have like, I have exactly what I want and <laughs> it's, it's nice. And <laughs> the last time I had that experience with it was also a three, seven pairing and they were like, 
well, they said like, I'm getting on a yacht. Like there's going to be a yacht. And I was like, okay, <laughs> doing it. I love it. Awesome. Um, what about your final meal? What are you eating? So my favorite meal is lobster mac and cheese. Yes. Gosh, what's yours? We're just looking at each other laughing because I was going to say the exact same thing. And it's too funny because we just had that last night. Like, we just made that at home yesterday. And like we both just agree that that is like the <laughs> finest meal that anyone can eat. It's also kind of bucketed. It really is. It has everything in it. Yeah. Like everything you could possibly yeah, want. And like, I mean vegetables, <laughs> but who cares? I mean, it's your final meal. Like we're not worried. Right, right, right. Um, and our last question is food for thought, something that you want people to be able to like walk away thinking about today. Hmm. It's the Uh, hard one. Yeah. I think that something that I've been thinking about is a, a lot is, um, just like subtle comments that people make um, surrounding bodies. Like I have a lot of friends who will make comments about body image stuff in a way that isolates me um, because I wear plus size clothing and I don't think they realize it. I don't think a lot of people realize it. And so I think that I just want people to kind of consider how we all use our words Mm. um, so that we're, including others. So like, even if my friends are, we're all getting matching pajamas, but the company doesn't go up to plus size, that's fine. Except I can't wear any of the the matching pajamas, you know? So things like that, I think just subtle, subtle things that you don't even realize. Mm. Yeah. I'm really glad you said that because that's true. I've felt so like the one out of so many like group situations for reasons like that. Yeah. I guess it kind of goes in hand with that, but a little different. I think what I would want people to know is just to be very intentional with the kindness that you show and the things that you do and say, because I think it's a lot of times just so much easier to do the opposite of that. It's really easy to do something negative or to just not say or do anything at all. And so, you know, that's why we see on TikTok or anywhere, like a lot of comments are negative or just you know, clapping hands emoji because it's easier to do something that's just kind of flatline or even negative than it is to mm. put the thought into doing something really kind. And so I'm always really blown away and like feel strongly and uh, care for when people write something out like in a comment or a text that genuinely is kind and it's like really thoughtful. And so I think the challenge for people would be to take 30 seconds at a lot of different times throughout the day to think through how you can do something kind and intentional, uh, you know, for somebody else. Mm. I love that. I love like the thought of even like, if I'm going to put a clapping hands emoji, what do I even mean by that? Like what's a, what's like the truth that I'm trying to express through that? And why don't I just type that out? Because there are people on the other end who would probably appreciate hearing it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And friends, where can we keep in touch? Where can we find you online? Yeah, so our TikTok and Instagram is both Team Miares, and that's pretty much where we live. Yeah, Sweet. definitely. You know, we are on TikTok pretty often and just love making new stuff and making people smile and whatnot. So Team Miares is the place to be. <laughs> 
Awesome. And we'll link that in the show notes for y'all. Thank you, Gina and Josh, for joining. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks thanks for having us. This is so fun. It was really cool to be on. Our first podcast ever. Thank you. Yay. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.